Welcome to Grace Notes. The booklet entitled My Heart, Christ's Home, written by Robert Boyd Munger in 1936, continues to be a blessing to all who have been privileged to read it. We trust that you've been blessed as well, as we've spent time in this series visiting our heart rooms with the writer. Today, we'll step into the living room and experience a time of fellowship with our Creator. Why not settle in and picture yourself there? Relax and enjoy this time. It's been said that in any relationship, a 10-day separation requires a renewed connection when reunited. This is because regular engaging can produce unity of the minds. We tend to become more self-dependent when alone. The same principle applies with our relationship with Jesus. We'll see this as we walk into the heart's living room with Mr. Munger. Mr. Munger writes, We moved next into the living room. This was a quiet, comfortable room with a warm atmosphere. I liked it. It had a fireplace, sofa, overstuffed chairs, a bookcase, and an intimate atmosphere. He also seemed pleased with it. He said, Indeed, this is a delightful room. Let's come here often. It's secluded and quiet, and we can have good talks and fellowship together. Well, naturally, as a young Christian, I was thrilled. I couldn't think of anything I would rather do than have a few minutes alone with Christ in close companionship. He promised, I will be here every morning early. Meet me here and we will start the day together. So morning after morning, I would go downstairs to the living room. He would take a book of the Bible from the bookcase, open it, and we would read it together. He would unfold to me the wonder of God's saving truth recorded on its pages and make my heart sing as he shared all he had done for me and would be to me. Those times together were wonderful. Through the Bible and his Holy Spirit, he would talk to me. In prayer, I would respond. So our fellowship deepened in those quiet times of personal conversation. However, under the pressure of many responsibilities, little by little, this time began to be shortened. Why, I'm not sure. Somehow I assumed I was just too busy to give special, regular time to be with Christ. This was not a deliberate decision, you understand. It just seemed to happen that way. Eventually, not only was the period shortened, but I began to miss days now and then, such as during midterms or finals. Matters of urgency demanding my attention were continually crowding out the quiet times of conversation with Jesus. Often I would miss it two days in a row or more. One morning, I recall rushing down the steps in a hurry to be on my way to an appointment. As I passed the living room, the door was open. Glancing in, I saw a fire in the fireplace, and Jesus was sitting there. Suddenly, in dismay, it came to me. He is my guest. I invited him into my heart. He has come as my Savior and friend to live with me. Yet here I am, neglecting him. I stopped, turned, and hesitantly went in. With downcast glance, I said, Master, I'm sorry. Have you been here every morning? Yes, he said. I told you I would be here to meet with you. I was even more ashamed. He had been faithful in spite of my faithlessness. I asked him to forgive me, and he did, as he always does when we acknowledge our failures and want to do the right thing. He said, the trouble is that you have been thinking of the quiet time of Bible study and prayer as a means for your own spiritual growth. Now, that is true, but you have forgotten that this time means something to me also. Remember, I love you. 
At a great cost, I have redeemed you. I value your friendship. Just to have you look up into my face warms my heart. Don't neglect this hour, if only for my sake. Whether or not you want to be with me, remember, I want to be with you. I really love you. You know the truth that Christ wants my fellowship, that he loves me, wants to be with me, and waits for me, has done more to transform my quiet time with God than any other single fact. Don't let Christ wait alone in the living room of your heart, but every day find a time and place when, with the word of God and prayer, you may be together with him. So ends the writing of Mr. Munger. We build relationships through what we see and what we hear. God sent Jesus, the Word, into our world so we could see his love in human form. John 1.18 reads, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. The bosom is another word for heart. You see, Jesus is God's heart. God gave us the written word, the Bible, to be able to communicate with him and hear his voice through his words. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119, 15 through 17, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. We have so many things to do because we have so many things. We show what's important to us by the amount of time we choose to devote to it. I wrote this poem at a time in my life when I was keeping a superwoman schedule. (laughs) My priorities were not what they should be, and I was feeling the effects of what I considered running on empty spiritually. God drew me to him and showed me what I needed to do. Maybe you're there, too. I call it too busy, Lord. Your mercies are new every morning, but I'm just too busy to ask. Or is it that my mind's not where it belongs? I'm caught up achieving the tasks. The strength used to do them is my own, because your help I've not even sought. I'd do it much better and quicker with joy if I'd pray for your power as I ought. The morning has gone by so quickly. I thought I'd have found time to pray, but afternoon crept in, and now I'm behind in the work that I'd planned for the day. The house will soon fill with voices. I'll be needed for so many things. I found I'm not ready to deal with the problems that each day continually brings. If I'm to be all that I should be, I need to spend more time with you and ask for the strength that you willingly give to do all the work there's to do. So draw me to you during sunrise. Do get me up out of my bed. Make you a part of morning routine, Lord. TV off and in your word instead. For it shows me the way, truth, and life and answers all questions that rise. Please lure me away from the phone so I'll raise my voice to you in the skies. The time that I spend in your presence will help me a witness to be, and give me the power to live to the fullest and capture the victory. Thanks, precious Lord, for your watch care. Thanks for your tolerance. Thanks for the way you lovingly prod. Thanks for deliverance. I know with your help I can make it. Through all trials that come my way, help me do those things that are pleasing to you as I walk the road of this day. Psalm 4610a says, Be still and know that I am God. My initial interpretation of this was that I should stop what I'm doing, sit down, and start praying. 
After thinking it over, however, I realized there's more to it. To know involves a mind activity, not an activity of the body. To be still involves no movement. In order to know something, we must be taught. And in order to be taught, we must be teachable. Therefore, to know involves a concentrated effort to learn. In Ephesians three sixteen through 19 the Apostle Paul wrote, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. To understand and know the love of God that he has for us, to experience a close personal relationship with Jesus, we need to stop thinking our thoughts, focus our mind on him, and be ready to receive his truth. In other words, stop talking and start listening. Ask him to reveal himself to you through your fellowship with him while reading his words to you through the scriptures, spending time meditating on his goodness, and listening as he speaks his mercy and love into your spirit. There he was just waiting in our old spot beside him where once I used to wait to be filled with strength and wisdom for the battles of the day I would have passed him by again if I didn't hear him say I miss my time with you moments together I need to be with you each day and it hurts me when you say you're too busy busy trying to serve me but how can you serve me when you're Trying to serve me 
listening to Grace Notes. The booklet, My Heart, Christ Home, can be purchased online. If you've been blessed by this ministry, your note of encouragement would be greatly appreciated. You can write to us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or email us through our website at gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise. Praise.